0: self-care.
1: Freedom is self-care. It's not about pedicures. It's not about clothing. It's not about trips.
0: Join us as we journey through sharing together. Today on the show, I'm sitting down with Noelle. She is a mother, a creative entrepreneur, social media manager, and a super dope lady. We're talking about motherhood, tattoos, using Instagram as a creative outlet and also settling into her own identity as a mother of her two-year-old. This is Noelle. Hey, girl.
1: Hey, girl.
0: Hi, Noelle. Thank you so much for being with me today. How are you?
1: I'm so good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Um, Before we dive into our conversation, please let the Hey Girl listeners know who you are and what you do.
1: You know, I don't, uh, sometimes I have a hard time answering that question myself of what I do, but um, my name is Noelle, and I have an Instagram page called Noelle and Fox. Fox is my son. He's two. Um, And really, I just like to share, uh, pretty much I just share my outfits or I'm sharing interior design things, Uh, it's really just kind of my opinions are just random things that I like. Um, I wouldn't say it's a blog, uh, but it's just very, like, random, just whatever I'm thinking at the time, so...
0: So outside of your social media page, which sounds like it's a creative outlet for you, which is beautifully curated, very cool. You're a super dope tattooed mom with this little boy and um, a really handsome love in your life. And I want to dive into all of that. But outside of social media, what do you do?
1: So outside of social media, so uh, up until now, I have been also doing an office job. Mm -hmm. Um, I originally got hired for uh, social media at a big ride sharing company. Uh, So I was doing social media for them. And then I recently got switched over to another department. And now I'm just in a very, uh, how should I say, transitional decision making time Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. where I'm trying to figure out if I should keep doing it anymore. Yeah. Um, Because I also, as you've seen, like I do also sell clothes that I have sourced Mm -hmm. uh, on Instagram and that's kind of created a really awesome community there. So I'm really just putting down the pros and cons right now of, Can I sustain my life that way? And -hmm. then also work with brands that I like and then also stay home Mm -hmm. with my kids. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about really quickly, um, because I I like how you mentioned, you know, putting down your pros and cons of entrepreneurship or traditional nine to five and like Mm -hmm. where that intersects, if it intersects or what range or outlet you should take, right? Um, Mm -hmm. and you, and you said something about, can you sustain yourself so you can stay home with your, with your son? And I want to talk about that a little more because you shared a bit about how Fox came to be and how it kind of shifted the trajectory of your life. And I want to, I want to explore that if you're comfortable sharing and why it's important to you to be home with him, especially during these pivotal years.
1: Yes. Um, so Basically, um, yeah, he lives with me half of the week, and then he lives with his dad the other half of the week, and we have a great relationship. There's no drama. It's really like the best possible situation it could be. I'm thankful for that. Um, So really, you know, that kind of already gives me that half of the week open, right? Mm -hmm. So if I were to set myself up to – be in a position to take advantage of those days where I'm alone. Um, I can kind of focus all my work into those days for income or creative things or sourcing clothing or whatever I want. And then on the other days, just kind of have that one-to-one attention. Yeah. That would be my most ideal situation.
0: Yeah. That's really special that you have – that good co-parenting relationship and you have some, you know, some free time during the week. Um, and during the week, how is that free time for you? How are you using it these days for, I mean, outside of, you know, Instagram and creative endeavors, how are you pouring into yourself? Because I know mothering is like a big thing. (laughs)
1: Um, so
0: how are you self-caring when your son isn't around?
1: Well, a lot of, uh, it's interesting because my self care stuff, which is going to sound strange, it kind of ties into the Instagram thing because mm-hmm. that's why it started to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time when I it, when it when it started happening, it was never intentional. I never said I'm going to be a blogger. I'm going to post outfits and people are going to follow me, and I'm going to. That was never in the cards for me. That was never a plan. I made fun of myself for becoming, like, an Instagram mom, and <laughs> at the time, it was, just a, you know, it was, uh I like to find humor in things that are very obvious like that, and I just thought it was funny, you know, there were, like, a lot of, that's really around the time when the Instagram mom thing kind of really became what it was, you know, that culture of the matching and the colors and all of that stuff. And I totally went in that direction. Right. So, um, and I kind of, after a while, find, found myself feeling like I had to fit into this mold of this person. Like, Oh, well, I'm creative and I'm a mom and I have Instagram. So I have to like do these things and these pictures and this, uh, I don't know that everyone feels like that, of course, but for some reason that's just what happened to me. And I kind of eventually I don't randomly one day I was like just started posting my clothes and I was like this is what I want this to be I want this to just be for me
0: mm-hmm.
1: this isn't about m- me necessarily yes I am a mother that is part of who I am of right of course that's a huge part of who I am but that's not why I have this page necessarily. right early mm-hmm. and I wanted you know if for some reason it did turn into something I wanted other people to see that it doesn't always, it doesn't have to be where you have a kid or kids and that is in your entire, entire identity afterwards.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Because I think that that's a lot, what a lot of people feel that it would be. Um, you can still have, something that's for you. So on those days off, a lot of the time I'm researching brands or I am at, you know, I'm going to find like a state uh, try to find like really cool vintage pieces for the house, or I'm looking at thrift stores, or I like the concept of it being kind of unexpected. This thing where you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to find when you might feel like your days can be repetitive um, is like a nice thing to look for, look towards. So, um, so I'm usually doing those things. Um, I just, that's for, you know, that's, it does tie into the Instagram, but it's, but maybe that's why it's become what it's become because it's just, me being who I am and it's just it just happened
0: and I think that part of the process of navigating social media and staying true and authentic to who we are especially as we're building community um, online is extremely extremely important and I think that's what you've been so great at doing you know you show up as your full self and you are funny and witty and your photos are beautiful, but you're also, you know, just like, hey, guys, let's not take this too seriously. Look, we get it. Your child is incredibly curious, and a lot of toys and activities these days just don't keep their attention. Well, keep them engaged with hours of fun with Little Passports. Little Passports is a subscription box full of toys and games for children of all ages that educates and entertains. For twelve ninety five per month, there's tons to explore right from your own home. Little Passports box is delivered right to your door every month, and each package contains exciting, hands-on learning for kiddos 3 end up. You can feed their inner scientist with the science expedition pack, which is full of cool experiments to try, or you can even make your own slime. And just for my listeners, Little Passports is offering 15% off of any subscription. That means your child could be flying rockets or looking through a microscope in no time. Use offer code HeyGirl at checkout for 15% off your order. That's HeyGirl at LittlePassports.com. When did you fall in love with vintage? Because I've never had luck at finding anything, Mm -hmm. any good vintage. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I have some friends who are like the vintage queens and they can Mm -hmm. just sift and find and come out with these beautiful Mm -hmm. things. So when did you really dive into, Okay, I love this. I'm good at this and I can make a little money off of doing this.
1: Well, the initial uh, interest happened when I was probably like 12 or thirteen, I would say. Um, I remember you know, we didn't have we we didn't have a ton of money when I was a kid. So I remember though trying to get clothes for school shopping and my dad telling me how much money I was allowed to use to pick out clothes and at that time, you know, when a Tommy Hilfiger shirt was thirty five dollars and you had seventy dollars to get all of your school clothes for the year, mm-hmm. I was like, There's no way I can I can't get anything. Yeah. Um and I remember telling my mom I was like, "Let's just go to Savers. Let's go to the thrift store." And she was like, "Oh, okay. Yeah." Um and I just remember finding all these amazing vintage t-shirts and all this stuff and um I'm a I'm very much a person who always wants to get the most out of things or uh figure out ways to be as resourceful as possible to make things happen so uh that has always just been a great way to do that and uh I would say making money off of it it basically what happened was after I started posting the the photos of my outfit um you know I kind of always had this idea in my head I was like oh anyone could do this this is just I thought anyone could do it and I just happened to be interested in it and I don't think I realized that it was actually I guess for lack of a better word a talent or whatever you want to call it until kind of the page started getting bigger and people were actively seeming impressed with the pieces I was putting together and then I was like oh Oh, this, this, this might be a thing for me. Like I I'm, maybe I should kind of pursue this a little bit. So uh, then, yeah. And then I, and then I started, uh, I was like, well, I really want these. I want to supplement my wardrobe with maybe some more like higher end pieces from ethical brands, uh, which of course do cost a little bit more money. Um, and even if you're buying used, of course it's going to cost a little more so, um, than normal. So I started selling those extra pieces or vintage pieces I would find in order to buy those other pieces that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that kind of and then it just kind of kept progressing from there. Um, and then yeah, it just kind of I I'm I'm still surprised by all of it personally. <laughs>
0: And how things grow naturally and organically, seriously. I think that's the best way to have it happen. Yeah, Yeah, totally. That's the best way to have it happen.
1: What is happening?
0: (laughs) I think why I really enjoy your social media is because, number one, you're another tattooed mom, which is just great. You have tattoos all over the place. Um, (laughs) And two, it's just it's fun and it's laid back. So I want to talk about your tattoos And when you fell in love with body art and even maybe your first tattoo and how many tattoos you have now. I mean, you are literally covered. They're beautiful. So please (laughs) do share (laughs) about how that started for you.
1: My first tattoo. So that I think I was 16. I was like, you know, at that time I was like very into like punk and emo and skateboarding and all this stuff and um yeah it was like a friend of a friend who gave me this I got these little birds tattooed on my chest (laughs) you know I just went big apparently in the beginning but um but I since like covered that um and let's see how many do I have I think when I counted, I had like forty something. I want to <laughs> say, yeah, about forty something. Um, and yeah, definitely around like when I was a young teen, yeah. probably, yeah. And then I was like, uh, I don't, I don't know what it is about it, but I love things that kind of, I, I, I find. I'm a very visual person, so really anything visual, whether it's home design, uh, clothing, uh, tattoos, uh, food, anything that could become visually appealing in those kind of, like, artistic ways, like, I'm immediately drawn to that. Yeah. Um, It's just really all I think about, honestly. so it was only it was very natural for me, and I've always been drawn to like traditional American traditional style because uh it's just classic and i uh the bold lines the bold colors all of those things uh you know they have that staying power uh and especially old images of men and women and uh who were tattooed you know in the thirties and forties. I just love that style. So, and then I ended up meeting my boyfriend that way. So,
0: yes, I was going to ask. I was going (laughs) to ask about that. that Yeah, your partner, your boyfriend, he is a tattoo artist, right? Yes. So, how is that? You can you can literally be like, "Hey, babe, I'm ready for something new."
1: (laughs) Yes, I can. I know it's crazy. It's so crazy to me. It was never. Yeah, that was also an accident too. It's so funny how everything happens on accident, but. I had not been tattooed in a long time. Well, to me, I don't know, like two years or, you know, cause I had a baby and obviously all of that. So, um, I had to actively looking for someone to be tattooed by in Arizona that I really liked their work. And I randomly found his Instagram page and I was like, Oh, okay. This is like amazing work here. Um, really liked it. And, uh, Decided to get tattooed by him, and then uh, probably like six or eight months later, I went in again. And then we ended up randomly actually talking about like marketing and social media and stuff like that. And kind of like ended up talking, Oh, hey, you know, I'll help you with your Instagram if you want to give me like a discount. And that was kind of like the initial thing. It was just that. Um, and then it just kind of evolved Yeah. from there.
0: So before we wrap up, I do want to talk a little bit about what it's like being a tattooed mom and maybe some projections that you get from other people when they see you and you have this little person and even how Fox looks at your art. Um, I know my kids, when they see me, I think it's, I only have my chest and arm done, my mm-hmm. left chest and left arm done, but... Isla, uh, the baby, she's always just looking and rubbing them and touching them and kissing yeah. them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: ever get people kind of looking at you in a way that's maybe not pleasant? because um, sometimes I get that. People are like, why is she why does she have so many tattoos? You can tell on their face that that's oh, what yeah, they're thinking. Totally
1: tell. Um,
0: and then two, just how your your body art, how you use your social media, the community that you're growing online, and just everything in between as far as life goes. How is it how is your art setting you apart from everyone else essentially
1: so really um well for the first question definitely there are times where you can just tell like people kind of do the double take yeah or whatever they are thinking maybe a first assumption but I think that um what I notice more that I feel like is more important to me is that I get the positive kind of looks, glances and comments mm-hmm. because I probably get, I mean, if I'm just out and about, I don't know, maybe it, I would say at least a solid five comments a day, maybe from people just like either on the quality of the work or they just like the colors or, you know, whatever nice, nice comment it is. Yeah. Um. But I would say with social media, The thing that I like is I like the idea that it shows women who either are new moms or thinking about becoming a mom that you can still be who who you are and how you want to be and be good at being a mother and still have your own interests. Right. there are moms like you out there. It's not just, it's not like, oh, hey, you know, because I just remember feeling that way. I remember feeling I was going to feel like kind of left out of this mom community because I didn't know anyone who was like me, mm-hmm. you know, that might have those interests or, um, you know, be fine being like totally covered and, uh, you know. I think it's just something that a lot of people haven't seen before. Not that of course I'm not the first person out there to do it, you know right. I know that. Right. Um but I just think creating more visibility and uh sense, you know, making it more normal really for people to see that um that you can have these interests and still be extremely well spoken and intelligent mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh Successful in business and actually uh very thought out and methodical in your uh intentions and um what you're doing, so it's interesting you know because one could argue, well, why would you get those done? You're never gonna get a job Well, the question is really because it seems like I have one um, it it's actually uh, if anything has helped me so it's it's interesting just like how times change and I just want people to see that kind of newer perspective and that you don't have to fit into this mold and this box that was you know we've kind of gotten used to seeing before
0: right and how being a mom doesn't look like one thing or one way or one aesthetic you know I really like how you mentioned the positive reactions that you get from people. Um, and I think that that's really great too, because it's like folks are seeing like this woman has body art, but she's also a mom and she's also well-spoken and she's also this and that. And that's why I really love talking to people, especially folks who look at me and they're looking at my tattoos. And a lot yeah. of them will say something. They'll say, Oh, I, I love that. Or what does that mean? You know, and they they can be conversation starters. And I think mm-hmm. that's where that breaks, you know, the stigma of like that person is a certain type of way because of their outward appearance or because of how they dress or because mm-hmm. of what's on their skin. And I think that's very important. What you just said, just, just making sure that people know that there are people like them out there and and motherhood, parenthood in general, doesn't always look the same for everybody, you know? And I think exactly. that that's really special and important um, to lean into.
1: Absolutely. And I think, I think it's, I think um part of the yeah part of the reason why it is important to me is because there may be those women out there or parent- uh possible parents out there who are thinking about having a kid or they just had a kid, and they don't know if they fit into that world because of all these things and those interests, so I just think seeing that and finding that solidarity in somebody else and like seeing it visually with an image or just like a snippet of their life or hearing them talk or whatever it is, I find that to be very reassuring myself. Like I find solidarity in that community of seeing other moms on there that, you know, we like the same stuff or, you know, you don't have to completely turn into this different person.
0: Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe, and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend, we love having our community grow. Music is by DC Zone Kokai.